Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Eternal Champions. I am your shaper and host, Treasonous Truths. And joining me today, we have the champion, Mirthal, played by our very own Ernie. What's going on, everyone? Actually, I should say Sir Mirthal. Correct. Ah, damn right. And we... <laughs> and we have Sir Valak, played by our very own Daddy Sins. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Daddy Sins in the house tonight. Valak's in the house tonight. We're going to have a good time. It's going to be a good adventure. And if you listen to our if you listen to our previous episodes, spicy things are happening. So follow us for more. Yes, very much so. But also with that being said, uh Captain Darnham Han, played by a very own Dr. Vanish. It was his birthday, uh what not yesterday actually. Yep. Just taking a look at the time, it hasn't turned to the eleventh yet. So his birthday was yesterday. So everyone make sure to flood hearts on his Twitter and Instagram and tell him happy birthday. As well as he also may be joining us later. Uh, he did have to attend to a certain event today, but um, oh, don't forget Morbius means tonight. and Morbius. He loves yes. Morbius. Yes, yes. Actually, if anything, crop his face onto Morbius. That he would love that. <laughs> um, I'm already doing that, so just keep talking. Hold on. <laughs> and as well, we may be joined by uh, Astraos, as well played by our very own Damien. Um, with that being said, let me proceed. Uh, Michael Gelfley Studios produced tonight's background music. If you enjoyed the music you heard and want to add similar tracks to your live play podcast or to introduce an element to your games with friends and family, you can acquire the tracks at michaelgelfie.bandcamp.com. That's michaelgelfie.bandcamp.com. Hope you enjoy. Now, on with the show. Eternal champions united to defend. Eternal champions, they thwart the fateful. Last time on Eternal Champions, our heroes ascended the Storm Peak Mountains, where they did battle with the fallen champion Fenrisa, the Storm of Oblivion, and managed to become victorious despite almost having the entire party being felled. Darnum, Captain Darnum Han, managed to grab vis victory, grasp victory from the jaws of defeat, and afterwards brought back the party members, where they all then returned to the blue mask and got what was a well-deserved rest, to say the least. Mirthal went to his quarters, as did Valak, Astraos, and Captain Darnamhan. And from there, that is where we'll be picking up, starting with you, Mirthal, or Sir Mirthal, I should say. <laughs> Sir Mirthal facing the ultimate chambers. Mm-hmm. And he is proceeding to meditate and doing long rests with, okay. you know, about four hours of deep contemplation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> from there. And <laughs> from the goddammit, JB. <laughs> I mean, you guys going to go on Instagram or Facebook like that? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, hey, by the I way, tried to, so I ended up partying like five of his pictures by accident. <laughs> <laughs> not by accident. Like, so I just leave oh, here, so not by accident. It's like, like the creepy. It's 
It's like the creepy stalker who like yeah. likes that person, like the other person's like photos, like from ten years ago. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, you look so great in this. This was so you. Anyway, wow, that's um, creepy possibly. <laughs> 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 oh, god damn it. So, <laughs> Mirthal returned to his quarters and went for a long rest. While he's resting, Valak, are, what are you doing? You've returned to the ship. Are you looking to go to your quarters and rest off, uh, rest and sleep off your wounds? Or is there something else that you would like to do? Valak is going to go sleep off his wounds because he had a really tough battle. He needs to rest up, knowing that potentially the next, the next battles ensued might be just as more challenging as it was or more difficult so he's gonna go rest in his rooms okay and you go to your room to rest as does captain darnam han and astraeus eight hours go by mirthal seeing as how you only need four correct yes you'll be the first one to get up what yes. is it that you would like to do within this four hour time span that it requires you know eight for your crew members or rather your teammates i should say well, I might as well get some training in because obviously we got our asses handy to us a little bit. So, uh, more abilities might help. So, okay. after I go. Easy enough. You know where his quarters are being shared with Kalina. Mm -hmm. You wrap your knuckles onto the door and you hear Kalina say, Come in. I open the door. You open the door. Ah, Mirthal. What, what brings you here? Oh, stupid question. I'm assuming you wish to train with Aster? Yes, and it's not a stupid question at all. Of course, I come to see you as well. Yes, that is very true. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Unfortunately, Mario, I regret no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll yeah, that's messed up, Mike. <laughs> Nine, six foot. I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> so <laughs> she looks at you. Um, Aster's not here currently. He was. Well, he said that he was called to his father's court. That's strange. How long ago? You've been gone for quite a while. I would say not long after you and your party went to go to the mountains. So it's been at least. What, six hours then, Saber? At least, yeah, six hours, because it's four hours to rest. The journey to and fro took a while, so at least, any, I would say actually closer maybe to six to eight hours. Oh, wait, no, you you bounded. Correction, yeah. thank you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, I would say closer to about probably six hours. Good. Mm -hmm. uh, did he say one more? No, uh, he never does. He always says my father seeks my attendance and begrudgingly he goes well I'm probably all not following there never probably just take off his father more than anything else mm. alright well if you have need of anything, you know where my quarters are. Or if you all hear from him, let me know, okay? Absolutely. As soon as he returns, I'll tell him that you sought him. Thank you, Kalina. Have yourself a good day. You too, Mirthal. And, uh, from there, I'll just go and get some meal in the 
imbecile. Okay, it doesn't take long for your discussion with Kalina. Probably maybe about 20 minutes tops. Yeah. You go over to the mess hall and you see the crew is enjoying a very healthy and hearty breakfast. The meat from the storm crow that you provided is, is going a long way to provide protein to the crew. Nice. Along with the eggs, not the eggs of the storm crow, but eggs in general and mm-hmm. assorted beverages, whether they be alcoholic or non-alcoholic variety. It really depends on how Captain Darnham Han runs his ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is it that you would like, good sir? As you sit down to the table, or are you looking to sit alone, or you don't mind? You know, I'll mind joining with... the crew. I'll eat with the crew. Just have a non-alcoholic drink because I keep my wisdom out be here, and uh, that's about it. Okay. You eat amongst the crew. Give me a D one hundred roll. You got it. Yeah, only about maybe a handful of the crew that are sitting down and eating look up at you. They 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 have a there's a stare that they have looking at you, and then they shrug their shoulders and then go back to eating their food. (laughs) Is it what it knows? I what the fuck is he doing here? Stares or something else? Insight check. Sure. (laughs) <laughs> I rolled a natural one, so an eight. You rolled an eight, a natural one. Yeah. I'll let you think. I'll let you determine what you think it may or may not. What connotations come or come with? Uh, it comes with. Yeah. That's up for your character to decide. Well, I'll summon. Give me one second because I'm an idiot. Okay. I'll summon Fenrir and have him eat too. Okay, your your breaker hound pup. He's gotten a little bit bigger. He, you know, not much bigger, but a little bit. And you, you know, serve him some of your food. Yep. And there's a moment where the crowd is, not the crowd, the crew that are around you are looking at it. And some of them crack some smiles. You feel free to pet him. He's so entertaining, though. And you see a, a handful. This is a predominantly Kiasi crew, by the way. They go over and they just start gently petting. There's a moment where, like, one goes to pet him. And Fenrir is a little apprehensive, but the guy does the thing where he puts his hand in front of the nose and lets the, the, the breaker hound sniff his hand. And then as soon as he feels comfortable, um, Fenrir, like, you know, moves his head down and actually, like, puts his head underneath the guy to be like, okay, I'll let you pet me. And he continues petting. But it's overall, it's a, a very positive uh, interaction with the crew and Fenrir. Yeah. That's a good boy. And uh, how does basically eat if they're talking about anything? I'll take no of it, but otherwise, keep to myself mostly. The conversations mostly pertain to the fact that you know they're they're happy that they are traveling. A lot of the crew members, what you didn't know before, but you can easily pick up from the discussions, they were part of the Kiasi that had departed. Uh, basically the Kiasi nations along with Ankar. They were essentially defectors that didn't want to go back to their homeland. So they made the choice to actually, instead of going back to Freyjord, they went and actually sought employment with Captain Han upon the Blue Mask. Yeah, yeah. So they're actually quite happy to be traveling, and most of them talk about that and the fact that they're actually seeing a realm that 
is completely alien to them and but yet seems very teeming with life. And uh, if that's the case, I'll tell them about what I've seen around the realm so far. Let them know that the woods and nature is staying away from there, but the city for the most part is pretty nice. And are you telling them every, like all the realms you've been to and everything you've seen, or yeah, if, if it uh, if it gets into now, sorry, telling them no stories here and there. Okay, you tell them of the various different realms that you've been to thus far, and the creatures you encountered, and the beings you fought, and some of them are actually really enamored by you. The others are, they're, it's not like they're they disbelieve you because they've seen what you guys have had to face thus far, so they understand the the perils associated with such, but there's still that level of like they're kicking themselves and they're like wow really holy crap yeah I mean if you guys ever really if we have a real good amount of downtime I could mouse some of you guys over there real quickly and back so you can take a quick look and they they, sh they share a look that's easy to read for you it's one of fear, especially when they know one of the realms that you've been to is a Bevelo. Um, one no, that you. Uh, no worry, I, I, I won't ever take you there unwillingly. You have to be willing otherwise it's dangerous beyond compare. And, and there is a collective sigh of relief as you say that. <laughs> and they go back to eating their food and you can i'm assuming continue with your meal as well yes it takes about maybe 45 minutes there's still about roughly another three hours or so is there anything you would like to do that would take up that time or uh i need to hear how much time you said but... you have roughly about three hours left before everyone can wake up or before i everyone remember i have a book somewhere here it's not in my inventory anymore but it wasn't about Mevelo, about the creatures, I believe. How did I start reading yes, through yeah. that? Mirthal, you go through this book looking for creatures, and as you do so, you come across one creature in particular. Let me pull it up right here on my notes. Uh, thank you. There we go. I had to load up. It's this arachnid. It's referred to as the Lachnaha. It's native to a bevelo, and it mostly dwells in aquatic environments. Um, not within them, I should say, but rather atop them. The appearance of this creature, as it's described, it looks some, similar to what's referred to as a dock spider. Have you seen those before? Yes. So it functions like that. It glides. What it does is it uses like this waxy film on its body to mm -hmm. glide across aquatic surfaces and the hairs on its body are used to trap oxygen when it submerges, so it can go down and actually breathe underwater for quite some time. Um, but the thing that, that's special about the Loch Naha is that its body is comprised of numerous faces of its victims, basically. So the more victims the Loch Naha has consumed, the more that will appear on its body. And actually, the more it consumes, the gr the the greater it will grow as well. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. That's um, creepy out. There's, there's no specific 
region and where they reside where it's mentioned in the book but they do like like i said still water if that makes sense so basically like the black lake of sickness the sword black lake potentially anywhere where there's water essentially that's still water like lakes and ponds and things like that they don't like oceans okay mostly due to the predatory nature of those that lurk within those oceans so. yeah i remember when this guy's near impact for one so i got yeah yeah so that's what you discover while reading through this book would you like to read more you do have a little bit more time yeah i'll read other things too so all right are you looking for flora or fauna uh let's go with flora this time find um a page in regards to it's simply put they're basically like mushroom people they're called they're called the chow ungar and they're they're passive it's spelled c-h-a-u-n-g-a-r the chow ungar they're very passive they're not a, a, a hostile race and because of such they're often at times hunted because their bodies actually the spores that their bodies produce which are technically their children if you think about it um because they reproduce asexually oh okay yeah um are used for medicinal purposes usually often used to create certain healing tonics and tinctures i'll make a note that for astral when i see him and we go through magnolia so they're kind of like this weird hybridization of flora and fauna, but they're more considered flora because of what their bodies are comprised of. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so, oh, by the way, where you were you reading this book? Was it in the mess hall or in your room? Uh, I was saying the mess hall. Okay. As you are, you know, you finish reading through this book through the mess hall, the remaining of the time goes by. And as that happens, we'll be picking up with a Sir Valak. You wake up fully rested, you're fully healed, your wounds have been licked by you or baby Valak or your uh, breaker hound pup, Asmodeus, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, <laughs> you hear you hear Valak wake up and it's a loud yawn, but he was also snoring the entire time. Okay, uh, give me a... just roll me a d100. Okay. Seventy-two. Okay, I'll I'll remember that. Seventy-two. So you wake up. What is it that you would like to do, good sir? Oh. Well. So you got to get a good morning breakfast, Asmodeus, before we go on an adventure again. So let's go you see, eat. You see, Asmodeus looks at you for a second as you're saying going on an adventure. Oh, there we go. Uh, looks at you, tilts his head, and then as soon as you say eat, the eyes widen, the ears perk, and he got, like starts having like the zoomies running around in circles on the bed, and then hops down on the ground and is at your side following you, as is uh, Baby Valak, but Baby Valak is floating beside you. Mm-hmm. And Baby Valak just says, eat. He walks into the mess hall, and he just says, oh. It's time to eat after a full day battle and night's rest. So as you walk into the mess hall, you do notice that there is a one Mirthal, you know, standing, or not standing, sorry, sitting, pouring over this 
strange tome of some kind. Ah, uh, Mirathal. Did you get a good rest? I did, Valid. What about yourself? Well, I slept like a baby. I hope you guys didn't hear me. <laughs> um, I was able to read in peace, so probably I was lucky this time. I would say about three quarters of the ship heard your snoring. Mirthal seems like he's not one of them. Ah, <laughs> uh, ah. Uh. That crow meat is actually pretty good if you want to help yourself. Oh, is it? Yeah. How much is on the table? Uh, there's none on the table, but you can always order it. Ah, uh, yes. Can we get some, some valid-sized meat, please? Easy enough. A few minutes go by, and the waiters and waitresses who are serving, uh, attending the meat, the, the meat hall, I said, the mess hall, serve you a valid portion-sized meal. No bones, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you want to look at it. But it is a nice helping, like, slab of roasted storm crow, along with what looks like 16 eggs, um, a, a mix of fried, half of it's fried and half of it's scrambled, and what looks like a razorback belly. Oh, now this looks good. We, we, we cooked that bird. <laughs> Get it? So, yeah. <laughs> so I went to see Yasser, but apparently his father has some of them. He's not around. So whenever they're ready, we can go to that shop and turn any other pieces of sword from to get your weapon. No, he's probably like, you know, doing something, you know, for the king. Don't want to intervene. Yeah, probably not. You know what I'm saying? Because... But you said Aster or Ankar? Aster. Wait, wait, hold on a second. You see he's scratching his chin? No, no. The one who's trained to sound me a breaker? Yeah, yeah, and I know, I know. Hold on a yeah, second. Yeah, I know, I see him far in the getting curbson. Valak is trying to remember what he saw. <laughs> By the way, Mike. Uh, remember, give me a D100 roll. It was, he saw it by a glimpse. He was in the midst of battle. Yep, give me a D100 roll. And then add your intelligence score to it. <laughs> it's not very much. Like the modifier or... or uh, your score. score, the actual score, not the modifier, the score. The score, okay. So it's a 12. Oh! Oh, wait, is that, that's a, is that a 9? Oh, wow, 90, 96 plus 12, so it's easily above 100. Surprisingly, oh, despite the heat of battle, you recall exactly what you saw verbatim, and if you wish, you can... Um, for the audience and for myself, can you say, can you say it's a shape or what happened? <laughs> so what you saw were hooded individuals wielding what looked like spears of some kind or lance-like weapons uh, approaching and surrounding Aster. You couldn't quite discern whether it was threatening or not, but Aster did have his blade drawn, right? And they were all wearing what looked like 
uh, a strange, strange robes that were of alabaster and like onyx or white and black, I should say, just for simplicity's sake. Um, coloring, like it was kind of like almost like you know, like the Rourke, you know, Rourke Shack from The Watchmen. So, yeah. so it's kind of like those that color. Of, well, imagine those like that that the Rourke Shack mask oh, effect, where yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. the ink blot that's always constantly like shifting. Mm -hmm. That's what it looked like. And there were you couldn't get get an account of them, but there were at least more than half a dozen of them. You see, members. He he's 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 he stands up really quick while he's eating, and he says, "Oh shit, that's right." What? Oh fuck! I just remembered now. I was uh. For some reason, when I when I used the gates of a bevelo, I had a vision, or, or I seen something, and I seen Aster. He was surrounded by like these individuals. I don't know, wearing hoods or something. Oh shit! How much time has it been? Ten hours. Ah oh, crap! You know, man. I wouldn't even know where to begin. Let me see if I, I can remember where Orkisha was. No. Uh, it was the court of the king in crimson. No, where where he maybe saw, or was, unless that was it. No, it no no, it was the court of the king of crimson. Yeah, uh, you you know that 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 the architecture and the design of it that is like ingrained in your mind, Valak. So there's, you definitely remember that. Ah, uh, here's the thing, Marathal. It's in the king's court. I don't care, Sasser. No, yeah, no, I, no, I know you don't. I know, but I'm just saying. Mind you, I think oh. we could ask him. Remember last time when he said, just because we could bound doesn't mean we should all the time there. Oh, I know. Trust me. I, I, I re surprisingly, Valak, remember that. <laughs> Valak, remember that. All right. <laughs> there are a few things in life that gets Valak shook, but that's yeah. one. <laughs> Right and on. we won't bound there. Technically, he didn't say we're going to get there all the way. I mean, we could always just ask him. We don't have to actually go there. You know that. Right? Uh, how can you? I'm not calling him over here. I don't want to kill everybody here. No, no, no. You, <laughs> we don't. You, he, Val looks around. I mean, yeah, that would be a fucking bloodbath. I'm not going to yeah. lie. But no, no, I wouldn't. We don't have to. You would, you would just talk to him. I did last time. Without being there? Yes, what do you say? You don't remember? Alright, give me a second. Give, give, give Alex a second. Give Alex a second. Just, just wait. Get the set at Shreos. See if he's willing to accompany us if we haven't gone there. I'm going to talk to Tanya and let her know what's going on. I don't, I don't have to call him. I just, he doesn't have to come here. Because last time, like I said, he said we don't have to bound it unless he calls us. Unless it's like really important or something, you know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. he, you know, he's probably like on a morning stroll or something through like some dead flowers of a bevelo. Don't want to disturb his morning walk. You know what I'm saying? Dead flowers of a bevelo. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I might have to make that canon. In some way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, I'll say go get. You could get a Strios. Uh. I'll do everything myself. I'll go again, Trails. Not what he's okay. doing. Uh, okay. He's so, going to try to contact the King of Crimson in his mind. Okay. 
in the meantime, I need you first, uh, Valak, to give me a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> but while that is going on, and Mirthal is running to get Astraos, Astraos, there's some time between the time you wake up and the time that Valak and Mirthal are having this conversation. It's not much, but it's something. Yeah, we'll say about 30 minutes or so, maybe. Yeah, about 30 minutes or so. You wake up, and what is it that you do first thing in the morning? Or not morning, but first thing when you wake up from a rest, I should say. Um, i trying to think. I'm going to get something to eat, because I'm hungry. Okay, so it's easy enough. Uh, by the time you prepare yourself, get yourself all your accoutrement ready, your whole, you know, Nightingale slash Dark Knight-esque, like, you know, armor on, <laughs> right? About 20 minutes has passed, and as soon as you open uh -huh. that door, you open that door, ready to go out into the world and get a nice hearty breakfast aboard the, the blue mask, Mirthal is standing outside your door with, uh, well, Mirthal, describe how, it, what the state of your, your being right now. Oh, Mike, can you, can you roll a D100 real quick before that? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let me know what you roll. You got a 79. Okay, so you said he's right in front of the door? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna get really surprised, but I'm not like I'm I'm not gonna like I'm gonna make believe like I'm gonna strike, but I realized who it was and I stopped myself. I was like, whoa. Sorry, I'm scared down the door. I'm sorry. Listen, what's good? Your old answer, the guy who helped train me. You might need some yeah. game. Okay. I might have to go on Bevano again. Or will you come and help? Well, let's go right now. You've helped me. You've saved my life. I, yeah. I owe you a debt. Um, you owe me anything. We're friends. Are we doing that little blinky thing that you do? You know, we out of here? I'll owe me a key this time. But depending on what happens when we're over there, I'll probably need a no blinky thing. Oh, wait. Is this the same place we're going when you dropped off the slug? Yes, but a different area of it first. And I will see your slug. I do only Okay. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, I'm going right. to go and tell him what was going on. If not any last minute things to do, we need to mess off. I do. I need to, uh, actually, now that you we have somewhere to go, I'm not going to go get something to eat. I'm actually going to go out here and get some supplies then. Alright. So... Uh, in the town, right? Yeah. So I'll meet you in the town. Uh, yep. I'll give him the list of that weapon shop, and I'll give him the list of... We found a potion shop, though, didn't we? Uh, we'll say general goods. Just for the sake of brevity, um, Astraos, whatever you're yeah. looking for, just, like, give me a grocery store list, and we will... I'll just be like, alright, deduct this gold from it. Okay. Alright. I'll, I'll make up the list and then I'll send it to you. Okay. Because it's, it's just going to be some items that I'll see if they can find so I can do some spells that I got. Okay. Easy so. enough. All right. Mm -hmm. um, with that being said, Valak, you try to... Con oh, what did you get for that wisdom saving throw, by the way? <laughs> 18. <laughs> 18? Wait, wait. Out of 100, right? No, 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 no. A, a natural... You have, to, no, no. you have to roll a d20. Oh, I rolled a D100. I thought, no! <laughs> Wisdom saving throw. No, oh my god, no. 
I'm about to say, yeah, just, just, like just a, do what you got to do. That's like a six. Roll it. Roll it. Roll a d20 and add your wisdom mod, uh, saving modifier thing. Ooh, 17 plus, ooh, plus three. Dirty 20. Oh, oh, okay. You concentrate and you focus on the court of the king in crimson. And then you, fo as like the focal point, your mind's eye goes there, but you see nothing upon the throne. No one. No Aster, no sign of these hood-robed individuals, or the King in Crimson himself. But then you delve deeper, and you focus on the individual that is the King in Crimson. You take one point of sanity damage by doing so, which isn't much, but you find the King in Crimson, and he looks like he is at what looks like a a forested area but there are just graves littered all over the place do you want to reach out further uh yeah why don't try to reach out to him if, if he can hear me okay what are you going to be saying to him uh hello king this is valak He looks up into the air in the, the, the numerous directions in which he had heard your voice. Yes. Hi, hello. So, this best valid important. Yes, that's why I talked to you, not, you know, teleport to you like you said last time. Uh, so, Valak, he had a, uh, I saw, like, a disturbance is uh is Aster there with you or anything? Have you seen him? <clears throat> and the form that he bears is not the form that you normally see him in, with the flowing red uh, robes. It's actually more the uh, appearance that you see him as when he combats you. Um, he looks a little perplexed, which is surprising for an individual of his his grandeur. No, last I knew. My son was adventuring with you and your champions. Huh. Uh, well, when we went to uh, uh, Sin, he wasn't with us, but for some reason, I saw he was uh, surrounded and he explains these robe individuals. Yeah, no, you described the you know, yeah. you described the robed individuals, you know, exactly the scene as it was, because you remember it still, despite the heat of battle, verbatim. There's a look on his face, and then instantly consumed by this ever-flowing red fabric that just plummets into the ground and disappears, and then he's gone. The connection is broken. You're bounced back to the blue mask mentally. Oh, uh, well, that's even my guy's attention. I have no idea where he went. Well, the only way to go is to find out is to go there. He's just talking to himself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, he's just looking around. He's like, he's oh, like, he's like the here. 
He's like the John Travolta <laughs> meme from Pulp Fiction. He's like yeah. looking left and right. Yeah. Uh, we'll be cutting back to Mirthal and Astraeus. Um, Mirthal, you and Astraeus regroup back on the um, blue mask. Astraeus, you gathered the supplies um, that you were looking yeah. for uh, after deducting <clears throat> the appropriate currency, the, the Gilda, as it were. Also, uh, Shaper, I went yes. to Cal and, uh, and told her everything that's going on. That's correct. Uh, and she, while not entirely distressed, you can, because, you know, ex having known her for quite a bit and you're being close with Astor, she's not uh, hiding her intentions at all when it comes to how she's feeling. But there is a look of concern on her face. Like, okay, he was back into his father's court, but it seems like he was ambushed by people of some kind, potentially. What's going on? Like, you know, that, that was the, the look. Anything about people who don't kind of cover clothing, maybe? Don't kind of hoods? Uh, she would not know anything pertaining to that kind of clothing, as it were. Alright. I'll let you know why I find out as soon as I can. And, and she's, uh, she's thankful for such. And then you regroup with Astraeus, and then finally regroup with Valak. You are all at the mess hall. Um, have well, Val, hey, you find out anything? Yeah. So I, I talked to him, and uh, like I told you before, you know, he, uh, where he had that. Well, I can't say that, but you know, he has his, he had his usual, he had his usual face. Let's just say. Uh, I told him, and then he just bamfed away. Did he say where he was? Did he say anything at all? No. You, you know him. He wouldn't really say something like that, which means, you know, obviously something happened. So uh, where you want to go first? We go to Aster's house or we could go to the court. Valak, I will tell you this. You did see where he was. You saw that he was in some sort of strange forested cemetery of some kind, standing at a grave. He was surrounded by numerous graves, but he was standing at a grave. You couldn't read what the grave said, but you did see where he was. Oh, yes. He was at a grave somewhere, obviously, in Bevelo. Oh, conjure Lomium Key. Here, take us there. You want to go... You want to go to a grave where he... Isn't that kind of, like, rude? You know, in a way? Well, at this point, we gotta find him. Whatever it's true, we may find Yeah, but we don't know if he's gonna... I would say that's where the king was. That's not where Aster was. What we know about the king will help us in the future. Yeah, but why would he go there if he's not there now? Clues, my friend. Clues. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> I ain't trying to piss him off, but okay, let me get the key. Bro, at this point, anything would really piss him off. You're not wrong, but 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 remember, it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be who we are. So, okay, um, I'm going to clean the fifth one. That one. <laughs> <laughs> it's only because of him Valak's still alive that is probably true it's crazy adventure but I'll tell you later yeah you told me before oh okay sorry. 
he's gonna concentrate and take the Logan key and try to conquer um, up the MNG saw. Um. Yes, Astraeus. Oh wait, I don't. I, that's right. I'm. I'm. That's. I'm playing out of character because I heard him talk with Ernie, but he didn't tell me that. As no, a character, you, no. Tell me. You're all here. You're all right you're together. All, you're all. You were all here. You're all gathered. Everything was said in front of you. Yeah. yeah. It's a, there ain't no secrets here. <laughs> oh no, because I thought when you were talking earlier that you were that I wasn't there yet. I was somewhere else. When they when no, Valak had just arrived, he wasn't. But as soon as Mirthal rearrived at the mess hall, in this conversation that just transpired with Valak, you're here. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be fun. It is. Oh, oh yeah, man. Abevalo's great. He's been here before. <laughs> and Balk looks I like, wouldn't know. Anybody else want to come? Oh, I'm just kidding. All, all I saw was a weird blade and I dropped a slug in it. Yes, yeah, sure. Well, you're seeing a lot more. Okay, with that being said, Malik, do you use the Lovium key to travel to this location that you saw? Malik? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just assume he's not hearing you right now, but yeah, I said he was doing it before. Okay. Malik so. uses the Lovium key and transports you all to the location that he saw that the King in Crimson was at last. Uh, Astraeus is... No, this is not your first time entering a Mevelo, so no, you're fine. So, all three of you step through this stable low gate. And as you enter through, you enter this mass graveyard. But you enter from where Valix <coughs> And you are standing before what looks like a numerous graves, and this one grave in particular looks like rested atop it is a strange flower of some kind with some sort of, like, budding berry, like, small berry-like fruit on it. Do you wish to read the name of the grave? Yes. Okay. On the name of the grave, there is simply just one singular name, no surname, it just says Kadra. Here lies Kadra, spelled C-A-E- D R A. Was that um Asher's mom? Beloved um, beloved wife. Loving mother. Yep. Mm, okay. The word Kedra, the father's son. You better No, I'm saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. I'll around from here. Does it look like we're anywhere near the King and Crimson court? No, but from where you are, you can see the court of the King and Crimson. It's resting atop a mountain. So it's kind of hard to miss, but you can clearly see you have a direct line of sight. And for the first time, there seems to be what looks like storm clouds gathered around it tumultuously. Yeah, that's probably not good. I'll summon out the main the realm slayer. Everybody grab hold. They all grab a hold of you? And I bowed into the court of the King and Crimson. You bowed within the court of the King and Crimson, and 
resting upon his throne, or rather sitting upon his throne in ever-flowing red robes, masking his appearance, the appearance that you guys are normally used to seeing. He's just sitting there, and what looks like just staring out blankly. He doesn't even greet you, unlike before. Who, who is that? Do I know who that is? You've never met the King in Crimson, fortunately. Well, wasn't um, he there when Balak originally said his name? No, because no, when Balak said his name, he, uh, Astraos had already left. It was actually oh, on right. his way going somewhere else. So when he got summoned and Balak went home, like, <laughs> werewolf in Rav, uh, uh, Kingsport, right? You know, yeah. Val, uh, was already gone, so he missed that fun. So oh. he never actually got to see. The only being that he got to see was the, um, the Leviathan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Valak bows down and he tells Astraos, you better bow down really quick, by the way. Uh, okay. I'll take a knee. I bow, or whatever. Okay. And Mirthal, what do you do? Your Highness, where is your son? All of you give me perception rolls. Twelve. Oh, shit. I took a D one hundred again. My bad. It's okay. Uh, uh, okay, there we go. <laughs> Five. Uh, perception. Oh, shit, it's garbage. Seventeen. That should not be bad. It's a plus nine. That's actually not bad. You're actually the one I have, who I rolled it. a fucking. I rolled a fucking. Uh, it, it, yeah, I rolled it. Whatever it was, it's seventeen. That's how I just got. Okay, okay. So you still. Still, you're the only one who noticed <laughs> okay. that there was a slight jolt upon hearing Mirthal call out the King in Crimson. And he darts his expression towards his, his attention towards Mirthal. What? I'm here to help you son out. Where is he? What took him? Not, he's not on a bevelo. So wherever he is, it must be elsewhere. Do you have any uh, idea, Johannes, where? Remember, I know anywhere. It has to be one of... Meshiver's nine bastards. Uh, if you want, King, Val could tell you, but you could probably just look in Val's brain and see. Because I had a vision during mid-battle while fighting this uh, uh, fake champion or whatever. Whatever you called him of sin. Male champion. Male champion, yeah. And I had a vision when using the, uh, the, the gates of a bevelo, so it was weird. Like I told you, surrounded by all these hooded figures and, like, these weird masks. I don't know anyone who serves the other beings that are here that would uh, match that iconography with the accoutrement and then he looks at Astraeus you're new I've never seen you before and he lifts up from his throne and kind of like um almost like the way the like a spirit or like the Dementors move from Harry Potter he circles around you and it's like almost seeming like everlasting red robes are just flowing around this gaunt figure you can't see his face but you just see what you do see Astraeus is just these long gaunt arms with like crooked fingers with long nails poking out who are you pray tell i stand up um 
my name's Astraos. And then he stops and then is kind of like just floating in front of you. Astraos, is it? Interesting. You're the one that he took an interest in. Uh, an interest in. Peculiar. Back to my son. And he looks over to Valak and Myrthal. Where was he last before departing for here? He was on the ship with his wife. And then he had got a summons to your court. Impossible. I I would never beckon him, not around this time of year. He would know that. Uh, odd. And you said you saw hooded individuals, Sir Valak. Yes. Yes, I did. There's, there's hooded individuals, and they were surrounding him as his weapon was wielded, too. And... Trying to think, Valak Dinkin, was there anyone? He's there anything else in the surrounding area? All right, so be it. And he plunges his long, crooked fingers into your head. Valak, can you still give me a wisdom saving throw? Yeah, this might break it, man. I mean, it would have been the first time, so. Okay, it's okay. Uh, you live and you learn. Five total. Oh, that's a <laughs> fail. Well, you only have one Four, sanity seven. damage, right? So. Only one sanity damage, so he's still good. As long as he doesn't drop below 50. That's uh, going to be 5, 9, 13, uh, 15, 20 points of sanity damage. As he recollects everything from your mind. <clears throat> There seems to be a conspiracy at foot. Someone knew that I would be away from my throne, unable to see everything that goes on in my domain. Don't know who, but I'll worry about that. You three, I ask you, no, I implore you to find my son. You retrieve my son and return him to me, alive preferably, and I will reward each of you quite well. Well beyond what those foolish aspects could give you. Oh, Valak like that. I'm going to take down who's the traitor. Who's this traitor? Do you have any idea at all? I haven't, but let me worry about that. You find my son. These ever-flowing crimson robes, almost acting like a red carpet, going all, extending all the way past you and down the court and to the door, which open. All right, so is this where we have to go? You know by now that simply is his way of, without saying it, for uh, you to skedaddle. Yeah. yeah. All right. yeah. You don't I, have to I go have, down that way, but you can if you I want. I have one idea. I don't know if this will work, but it worked once before. I'll summon the sword again. Okay. You might grab onto me. And this may or may not work, so... Uh, Wait, where are we going? Work, sorry. I directly to ask her. I'm able to do this once. I don't know if I'll be able to do it again. <laughs> 
And, oh, this is uh, more than. No, this is about him. They might use about him from the story as well. A little parallel. You could do that too. How the foul can you do that too? That's crazy. Okay, let's just go. All right, everybody, hold. I'll focus Shaper with all my might on Aster and try and mount myself to him. I need you to give me a Wisdom saving throw. Uh -huh. And then I need all three of you to roll D100s. Give me all the crazies. Let's go. Uh, let's see. Right. So I got a 26 on my wisdom saving throw. 90, 20, it. or just 26? Uh, natural 19 with major 26. Okay. Uh, and that's going to be a 38 on my D100. 39. And as you bound, Mirthal, all of you are bound, and both Valak and Mirthal are within about a foot of one another when they reappear in what looks like... Um, ugh, it's... Let me... I gotta pull up a map. Okay. <clears throat> you... Uh, Ernie... Not Ernie. Uh, Valak and Mirthal appear in Great Oak Hollow together. However, you, Astraeus, appear on what seems like a deserted island of sorts. It is massive. There's these massive, tall trees that just go up into the sky, probably about 30% larger than your average redwood, you know, sequoia. So you guys are separated, but Valak and Mirthal are together. We'll be picking up with Valak and Mirthal. You guys appear in Great Oak Hollow. Uh, is Aster anywhere in sight? I'm going to assume no. Aster is not anywhere in sight. You uh, kind of just appear in the middle of Great Oak Hollow, and there's a brief moment where they're kind of surprised, but then they recognize who you two are. And they go about their day because they know that you guys are friends of Rimnir. Yeah. Uh, Marathon, why are we here? I don't think it works. Uh, Wait a fuck. second. Oh. Where the fuck is Astraeus? <laughs> very good question. Uh, man, um, I, I think you fucked up, man. He's like laughing. <laughs> well, fuck. Um, <laughs> I don't know why we just Wait. didn't go through the door, but. I've been trying to get to Aster, that's why. Um, go ahead from near if he sees any trace of Aster. I'm going to see if I can find Astral, so I'm going to try it one more time. Okay. All right, Shaper. I'm gonna try on my own now, not using the sword, to mount to Astralis. Wisdom saving throw. Got it. But uh, you get an advantage on the D100 roll, and Astralis roll a D100. As Valak is heading towards the Chieftain's Hall, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
I got a 16 on the wisdom saving throw. Okay. And my highest E100 was an 86. Uh, but what were your two? What were your two? Uh, 86 and a 42. Okay. With the 42, and you said 38, Astraeus? You managed to sync up enough with that. And while you don't get teleported, abounded directly to Astraeus, you see him about maybe 25 feet away from you. Uh, hey. but you, also take, you also take six points of sanity damage. Ugh. That fucking hurt. You were right. It didn't work. We all just got separated. Sorry, man. I knew it was a risk. Before you do, uh, I will need to let you know, Mirthal, you recognize this island, Mirthal. What island is this? This is the island in which you found Lorehold 1890. Oh. How in the fuck? All right, Lorehold 1890. And that was the one that had the creatures in it, right? Yep. Lorehold 1890, where you met that persnickety AI that was trying to kill you towards the end and managed to retrieve the orb of the king in crimson essentially um yeah and that's what secured the return of zizix back to his homeland and that's where you uh that was kind of like the first decisive blow dealt to calgram essentially but yeah you're on the same island you don't see the lore hole from here because you know from what you recall it's further inward but you do recognize the trees you recognize the shore this is the very shore that you actually engaged in that transaction with Zizix. Interesting. Well, we landed in a place that holds some kind of memories to answer. From all hollow we hung out with him there as well. Maybe I unforeseen my mark. Doesn't matter. Uh Mallet is in real hollow. You wanna come and we'll meet up with him there? Yeah, I don't know where to start now. We don't have enough information. Maybe Ankar might know something. Uh, grab my hand, friend. And I'll battle this magic ring on how. And as you do so, we'll be cutting over to Valak. Uh, we'll say it's about probably 15 minutes. You, as you make it to, um, are you running or are you just taking your time to head to Rimir? Uh, in 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 Valak walk, that's running. Okay. So you sprint, and as you arrive to Rimir's the Chieftain Hall, Mirthal and Astraeus, hoping that you were there, appear beside you, or rather, you know, before you, and you're all reunited. Ah, you found the Strayos. Cool. I got lucky. Yeah, you might need to work on that a bit. Just saying. Yeah, it's not something that's normally done, so... Call it a Marathal work in progress special. I don't know. 
it did. I mean, the thing is, is I only eat with a certain amount of time per day. Yeah. yeah. Before you yeah, I got one crazy. More. So. I mean, no, I have to start pushing myself to go beyond that. And right now, I only do it one more time. So you'll be bounty us. That's just shit, Malik. Mm-hmm. Did Angkor have any news? Oh, I'm sorry. Did Vrimnir have any news? Well, we're, we're going to go with him right now. Okay. So you enter the Chieftain's Hall. The guards let you through because they recognize you immediately, especially Astraeus. Uh, they actually... They actually bow their heads to Astraeus as he walks by. And as you enter the Chieftain's Hall, Primnir is standing over and not sitting upon his throne with his wife, but rather it's him and Aemon, um, looking over a series of maps. You can quickly recognize that those maps are maps of Loria. And he's they're in the middle of a conversation, and he looks up at you, as does Aemon. Nirthal. Um, uh, Strios, Malik, what do I have uh, the pleasure? Hello, Krimnir. And you see Krimnir and, uh, Amon smirk at you. How's it going? We have a little issue. Maybe you can help us. Oh, yeah, uh, by all means. The whole situation going on. And out to try what we know of the uh, kidnappers. I don't know of any sort of cult or sect. And you see, Amen goes, neither do I. But not too long ago, over the night, there was a great disturbance. We sensed it through the realm. And we're now trying to pinpoint exactly where it came from. Like, what kind of disturbance? Where, where do you see on the map? Some sort of calamity, and he brings he motions for you gentlemen to come forward. And there are several points on the map. And one point looks like the Garden of Lyceum, right? Because at one point looks like the island that you went to train, Mirthal, which is located literally on the other side of the realm, essentially. Uh, which is where you were doing your bounder training with the Shaper, like, we're talking, geez, months ago, almost probably close to a year already. Yep. And then another one happens to be the island that you and Astraeus just came back from. <sighs> we were able to pinpoint possible locations. It's can't be the archipelago, and he points to the series of archipelagos between Great Ocala and Flukemeyer Marsh. It's not the northern islands the Kiasi would... No, we'd never hear the end of it. <laughs> You're not wrong. And so that leaves three possible locations. Either this island, and he points to the island furthest west of Rock Springs. This one, he points to the one that has Lorehold 1890. Or this, and the island that contained the Garden of Lyceum. For a moment we thought it was once that island where that strange spire was that disappeared. But after communing with Terracoa, he assured us in the way, best way that he could that it was not there. Okay. 
And this island is where the lower hole was. Yeah, it's nearly found a trail there when we tried bound into Asher. This island is where I did my bounding training actually. Long, long ago. In the Garlic Lyceum, we have imaginary aces, but that's also where we found Asher. Hmm. Every release Calrum, but so yeah. so your your friend, your compatriot, he disappeared roughly almost a day ago, twelve hours roughly, maybe, but by, by this time, yeah, I think. yeah. Safe to say, I nothing against you, Mirthal, with utmost respect. If this, in some way, if we're running with that theory, <laughs> interrupt me if we're not. The island where you had done your training doesn't seem like it could possibly be. From what Ankar told me, it could be where you, well, where Calgrim escaped. Or it could be that other island with the dwarven ruins. If they're tied to this aster in any way. I mean, they were doing research on Babylonian creatures down there. So possible. So what? Uh, so we have two possible locations. You said that mine place and the garden, right? Yeah. Must Krimnir looks. Oh, God. Krimnir looks at Mirthal. Aren't you a uh, realm walker? Would you be able to just bounce to both locations if you've been there and then find out which one's which? Yeah, but what is that you'll be looking for? Uh, something that shows a sign of a great calamity. Some sort of ruins of some kind. Uh, you know, uh, something so that was one. Uh, possibly, yeah. Calamities come in all various shapes and sizes. Shaper, um, did we see anything weird on the island at all over the little time that we were there? Due to the nature at which the trees, they kind of obscure, not kind of, but they do obscure your vision. So you would have to journey further. You guys landed on the shore, uh, both you and uh, Astraos, that is. Landed upon the shore of that island. So you could, you didn't delve deeper. Okay. Well, what do you guys think? Uh, we could try that. We could try that mine, that island mine place you said. The Lorehold again? That's a okay. Lorehold? Yeah, that's where we saw, that's when you met Baby Valak. So ah, Baby Valak is floating around you. Sorry, stage you. Baby Valak. You remember, you remember that place? And you see Baby Valak, there's a like a concerned look on baby Valak's face. Well, now that I'm thinking about it, if the lower hole got blown open, that's not a good thing. You're gonna have to shut down no matter uh, what. Oh, you mean that lower hole? Where Valak 1v1, everybody there? Did you around. kill one of the creatures there? Yeah, I did. I, I, I 1v1 I that, uh, 
he's looking in this bag. Yeah, I still got a couple of remnants of it. Do you take out any of them? Um, he, 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 oh, you want to see a, you want to see a eye? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, (laughs) but you remember we went there. That was quite a long time ago. Yes, it was. Why were asked to go there? That makes no sense. He didn't go there by choice. I mean, I, 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 now you told me where it is. I remember that. Oh, um, I think you're out of, you think you're almost complete, uh, done. Uh, Merit also here, takes out his bag. Here's, I only have one key left, so here, take it. All right. I never uh, used it. Remember, we, I, uh, Aster gave this to yeah. us. I never used mine, so here, take it just in case. I'll use the key and, uh, Open up the portal into the lower hole. Okay. No, the outside of the lower hole. Before you step through, you're greeted to a strange sight. Where the lower hold once was is a massive crater. Well, I think we have our answer. This is it. All right. Well, let's just. Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, uh, Grimnir, so we'll be back. Yeah, uh, anytime. Uh, please figure it out. And he looks at you, Astraeus. Eh, you know, let us know what you find, alright? Uh, absolutely. Uh, actually, I think uh, uh, the misses are actually getting together, actually. The powwow girl time. He rolls his eyes. And we run through. You step through, and that is where we'll be taking our first break. So you gentlemen emerge from the Lovium Gate that was summoned by Mirthal using the key. And before you is where the Lorehold should be is a crater that extends deep into the ground. And we're talking deep. It's almost, it's, I would dare to say it's a chasm. And you remember how deep the Lorehold was originally. Except for Astraeus. Astraeus wasn't there, but yeah. What the hell happened here? No You're idea. telling me. I didn't I know I didn't do this. Uh first thing I'm gonna do is run out my sword. And then I'm gonna do the eyes at the fakeness to see if I see anybody with any kind of faint chains around me or fakeness themselves. I'm gonna okay, take... so oh, oh. Go ahead. <clears throat> no, no, go ahead. Uh, what is everyone doing simultaneously? That's what we'll do. I'm gonna take out the my lantern of revealing light to see if I can see anything and like anything magical around and stuff like that, or anything invisible around. Okay, and how about you, Valak? What are you doing? Uh, he, he's got he's gonna look around and uh, close his eyes and see if he can sense or hear anybody around do his uh 
analytic hearing and sensing. It's going to see if it can okay. anything. So starting in alphabetical order, we'll go with Astraeus. Astraeus, you light up the lantern. It has a bright light for 30 feet and a dim light for another 30 feet. Okay. From where you are, you you can't see anything. There's no magic whatsoever in this area. It doesn't reveal any sort of magic or invisible items from the 60 feet. We'll just say 60 feet generally, in general. Mm -hmm. But that's only 60 feet. Mm-hmm. Mirthal, you're next. Yeah. Perception roll. Yeah. That's going to be a 19. You look around, you see nothing pertaining to the Fateless, but with the conjunction of uh, Astraos's lantern and the light that it glints off Something in the area that gets illuminated, it provides you with extra depth with your sight. And triggering that with your dark vision. You have dark vision, right? Yes. Okay. Something glints in the distance. You don't know what it is, but something is glinting in the distance. How far Just off? beyond, uh, probably close to, it's embedded in, in the, the conical uh, circumference of the, the, uh, the chasm. But it's about probably 85 feet. And the sixty feet of light actually helps make you make it more perceptible for you. Yeah, yeah. With that being said, Balak, I want you to give me a survival roll. Survival, all right. Mm-hmm. You're using your animalistic senses to try to figure out what's going on. Sixteen plus nine, that's twenty-five. You close your eyes. You hear the wind rustling tree branches. You cut that out, and you focus on on the sole sense of smell. You try to pick up for Aster's scent. You take a few whiffs of the air. And without question, you don't know when, but Aster was here at some point in some time because his scent is still lingering here, despite the destruction that you've seen. You see, uh... His, uh, so... You see his, uh, his body start to shake. Not not for, not, not anything like crazy, but he shakes. A bit, and then he uh, turns to his uh, giant werewolf form, and then he starts kind of, almost like a, like a detective dog, starts uh, sniffing around at his scent to see where, where, where it's been. So now he's on. You see a giant werewolf on all fours. <laughs> Are you willing to venture deeper into the chasm? Yeah. All of you? Yes. Okay. Who's taking point, Valak? Are you just running in front like a dog, like smelling like a like a bone in the distance, or what? Yeah, What's going he's on? pretty much going where he smells his scent. Okay, I'll, and I'll I, he kind Valak. of assumes that uh, Astraos and uh, Mirthal will follow him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Valak's already moving without you guys even oh. like without any sense. What are you doing, Astraeus? What was your question, Need? You said how big is the chasm? 
No, how big is Valak in his werewolf form? It's about oh, Valak. Oh, okay. He's big. That that's that's height. Obviously, is a werewolf. He's he's huge. How, well, that's it. How big are you in your werewolf form? Um, so if he's already pretty bulky and muscular in his normal form, werewolf, he's about twelve. So he's twelve foot tall. Uh, yeah, obviously, if you know what a like a werewolf or a, or a lichen kind of looks like, think of let's see, this is my favorite form. Think of like the underworld, what the lichens look like. Obviously, so you gain a couple. Example. So you'll gain a couple feet. So we'll say like 14, 15 feet in werewolf form. Yeah. So he's about yeah. So he's a little bit taller. He, if you know from last time, you haven't seen him in that form. He still has his uh, he's almost like a silver grayish color his fur, but now he's 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 a lot he's he's a lot bigger and taller now. Because every time that he gets stronger, level up, and so does his uh. His his lycanthropy form. Okay. He's Tovalar. No, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right, I just wanted a brief description so I could see how I'm gonna react to you because I've never seen that form before. Nope. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I'm glad he's on my side right now. <laughs> and I and I and I like follow it because I I say to Marathon. I think I'll be safer around him for right now, and I and I follow him. I'll let you know that Mirthal and uh and uh Darnum tried to wrestle a a smaller version of him, not not too much smaller, but <laughs> and it didn't work. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, and that's why he went for sure killing every money in the city. But yeah. Jesus. So, as you journey down into the chasm. I need you guys to give me... So, first off, the chasm slopes. It, it's not like a cliff, so it's not a sheer drop. So, I'll let you do one of two things. If you have any hiking gear with you, it's an auto success, and you guys can make your way to whatever you're doing if you're taking the time. But yeah, if, you're, if you're not taking your time, it would require you guys to give me athletics rolls to see how well you're traversing this quite difficult terrain. <clears throat> I don't have any uh, gear on me, so Alec, I Alec points over to his back. Oh, actually, Mirthal come to stand him. Yeah, Mirthal, get on and tell Astraeus. All right, uh, Astraeus, hop on. Okay. Okay, that reduces the necessity for you two to get athletics rolls. Valak, what are you doing? Are you just gonna go beeline it to what you were sent, where the scent is driving you to? Yeah, so it's uh, either going down or climbing the chasm, or however we, have, however we have to get there. Okay, yes, you go down the chasm. You're finding a makeshift trail of sorts. Bits and pieces of the lore hold remain, but nothing of import. It's mostly debris. It's you know, sputtering spark, uh, sputtering uh, sparks coming from wires steel beams that are just jaggedly misshapen out which offer some sort of support when you need to grab onto them but give me an athletics roll okay oh um hmm. all right uh 27 out of 12 Australia's? 17. oh hold on give me one second but you said athletics roll right for just for just a straight not a straight for, uh, for valak yeah I had a 20, uh, 20, no, 
12 plus oh, seven, no sorry 29 Mike sorry, 29 uh, even better you slip and fall to your doom no I'm just kidding oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. anything Astraeus I'm I um am I holding on to Marathol or am I able to hold on to like Valix like hold on to your fur your choice okay so I'm gonna so I'm sitting behind Marathol right However you wish to be positioned. I go, I don't know what we're running into, so let's just roll with this real quick. And I take out, and I'm going to use invincibility, and I'm going to touch Marathol, and, I, and I'm going to concentrate, and I'm going to make him invisible. And anything he has on, and that he touches is invisible along with him. So it just looks so... like it's just me on top. Okay, and there's a moment where Mirthal is there, and then immediately, gone. Anything else? No, because I have to concentrate. Okay, so Valak, easy enough. This is almost like a obstacle course for you, and there's like a primal side of you that actually really lavishes in the debris that's jutting out, like the the, the wires and the and the steel rebar, or the steel bars and the rebar as well. And there's a part where you actually reach for one that's kind of out of the way and you land it and then you boom, come crashing down, jostling both you and Mirthal, uh, who's Mirthal, who's invisible, but you guys aren't affected by it and you still hurry to where you're tracking this scent. And um, then it leads you to just this. Question. Yes. Uh, so did we pass it yet? Or we yes to it? So you're within the proximity of where you saw that glint. Okay. I'm gonna let him know about that glint again. Okay. You let um no. Valak know. Mm -hmm. You let Valak know. And as soon as Valak arrives, the scent this seems for you, Valak the strongest point for the scent. The scent is kind of all around this area, but this seems to be the epicenter of some kind for it. Myrtle is everywhere here. It seems like he was definitely here. All right, I'm gonna sneak around. Now I'll hop off of Malik. <clears throat> okay, you hop off of Valak. Estreos, how about you? He, he becomes visible now since I did it just in case. I don't know. I was trying to outthink you real quick. I don't know if you were trying to be tricky. Roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> oh, joke's on you. Roll for initiative. No, <laughs> he was too late. Mike put you in again due to reversal. Oh, yeah, exactly. Perfect. <laughs> Sukiyomi. <laughs> This whole time you're living your best life and all of a sudden you wake up, you realize it's a nightmare. No. Yeah. <laughs> so I just hop off. <coughs> and okay, I so still you have hop a lantern, so does anything get revealed? Yes. Probably not more than maybe eight feet from where you are, a little bit like diagonally mm -hmm. facing downward, mm -hmm. is something. It, it gives off this strange energy signature. You don't know what it is because it's completely foreign to you from where you're from. And you haven't seen anything like it as far as I can recall. Oof. 
Do we know what it is or no? Uh, only he sees it, if I'm not mistaken, right? Well, the or lantern you, it reveals it to everybody. It reveals it. Oh, to reveals it to everybody. Oh, you recognize it instantly, Mirthal and Valak. You recognize it as being a nihilus energy of some kind. Okay, that's some kind of anonymous energy. What's that? That's basically the energy that writers use and things from the Bevanel. It's, it's almost like the Ethereum energy you see, but the opposite of it. So that means that the energy was used, or like... It was found here at some point, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I see that point i seen. That little shiny point. There is, so with the assistance of the lantern, you can clearly see it. There's a small glint coming off, and it seems to be in a like a burrow of some kind. Alright, I'm gonna try to get it out. So Valak, while this is going on, what is it that you would like to do? You know that there's this burrow that has gotten the attention of Mirthal, as well as Astraeus, with the guidance of his lantern. Okay. He'll, uh, he'll step forward in front of them and tell Mirthal, I'll, I'll, I'll lead the way. Just make sure the lamp stays on, even though I can still see. And he's saying this to Mirthal, but you can't understand him, Mistrios. Oh, he just hears a lot of, a lot of just, uh, dog talk barking. <laughs> Mirthal will use his babblefish feet where he auto-translates to Astraeus. <laughs> uh, so this burrow is not big enough to walk through. It's small. We're talking probably in diameter-wise, maybe a few feet. So you're more than welcome to dig if you'd like. Sure. Valak, is that what you would like to do? Yeah. Yes. As well? Okay. So, Mirthal, Valak, Astraeus, uh, do you all aid each other in just excavating whatever it is that's like and, about yeah. eight and um, a half feet down? Yeah, Valak is excavating, but I, he could push away a lot. He starts digging into I'll the I'll Fenrir to help out, too. Okay, so you're summoning Fenrir. Valak, you're digging like a madman. Astraeus, you're digging as well. Or is there anything else you'd like to do? Okay. You're all digging with the aid of the lantern. It guides you closer and at, uh, towards what it is that you seek. And when you finally find it, question mark, it's an arm. A metallic arm. And it looks like the left arm, based off of where the fingers are positioned, and it seems like there is some sort of like wrist rocket of some kind like built into it. Hmm. <clears throat> this is an Empyrean, right? Kind of arm or is it just a Romanic arm? The arm itself is definitely Imperium, but the rocket attachment is more uh, additional, shall we say, uh, technology added to it. This is different. Uh, any particular smells on it? Uh, he'll smell to see if he recognizes anyone, anything on it. There is a small, not a small, sorry, a strong, wrong, wrong S word, a strong scent of aster on this arm. And you can tell that potentially that it's not coming from the arm itself, but rather the damage that was done to the arm. It seems like this thing was torn off. 
and where you're smelling aster are pretty much like in the upper part of the arm as well as parts of like the forearm that might have been gripped potentially if aster was the one to actually pry this thing off of whoever the original owner is or was well uh Meritor, i can tell you definitely aster did did damage him his smell is all over this so maybe no film fitters were in periods. <laughs> Interesting. I'll put that arm in my bank. Um, holding it if I can? Yeah, absolutely. Easy enough. And uh, go ahead, Mallet. Lead the way. You said there was more of his smeller out here? Uh, yeah, I'll keep checking. So give me a, a nature roll. Oh, survival, survival. What the hell? Survival. Okay. Sorry, I'm, I'm doing like multiple things at once. All Any right, further? 35. <clears throat> you, despite the fact that his scent is throughout the entire area, the arm is what was guiding you here. So it's up to you to decide whether you want to continue searching or if finding the arm suffices it. Is there anywhere else in this chasm that we can see? Oh, yeah. Where you are, there's just this massive chasm just with debris all over the place of what once was the lore hold. Uh, Yeah, Mirathal, the smell was coming from from that arm. I don't smell anywhere else, but obviously, you know, it's a pretty big lore hold, so. I was left behind the world of, of the lore hold. Uh, and we still see on that annihilus energy around in that trainer in the center, right? So no, the annihilus energy seems to have been focaled on, like the focal point of it was that arm. So as soon as you pocketed it, or rather put it into the bag of holding, the signature just disappeared. Is there any other signs of anything here? Uh, Give me, if you'd like to, I would say investigation roll with disadvantage, because there's just lots of debris. Can I do it? I mean, with Timber around in semantics, so I'll throw a freight one. Yep. It's only one for me anyway. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, uh, I'll say with the aiding of your lantern, it'll be a normal roll. Well, I wrote natural one with maybe a two, so my roll doesn't even matter. Mirthal, you look around, you overturn some rocks and some, or what you you know perceive as rocks or concrete, potentially what remains of the lore hold, some metal debris, nothing. There's nothing that here that alludes to where Aster is or could be. Maybe that arm is... You don't know what happened, essentially. Yeah. Astraeus, you dig through and you find what looks like the remains of... uh, When I say remains, I mean we're talking like maybe 25% of this creature. So part of its face is gone. It's this chitinous individual. Uh, Mirthal, you recognize the race. It's the race, the same race as Crixus, the bartender oh. from. It's not Crixus himself, but it's obviously the same race. Yeah. 
and it looks like something had chomped onto it or something like had just rent like literally torn asunder 70% of its body and all that remains is just like this small third section which includes an arm Jeez. And you know these racers are pretty tall. So Yeah. Um whatever So it looks like he was bit you said he was chewed, like chomped on. Or... Yeah, with so, a, with what you can, can safely presume, like, it doesn't take much expertise. Like a single bite like that, that is evident to all of you. Print, you know, see if I can see any tracks or anything around. That'll be ten. Survival roll. You do your best to try to find any sort of tracks, but all you else. find is literally just dirt and debris all around you. No energy signatures or anything. Hmm. It seems like the energy signature was coming from this arm. All right. Um, I can't find anything. I don't see any tracks of any monster of any kind. What the hell do you think could do that? I would know, but that creature is from a Memino. That arm's part of an Empyrean. And you think apparently Aster attacked Aster it? Aster was taken, or something. Something was summoned here. And I don't think they want to invoke the wrath of. I can't see him die that easily. I think he might have been captured. Nate, I mean, enough. you think it was a, a, a monster big enough to do damage to that? Well, what whatever this thing is. All the damage around here. Like, this doesn't really make sense. The trainer, everything else. The damage that's done here, Satan, does it look like it was done from a bomb going down, or does it look like it was done from within going out? Within going out, easy. Based off of the way the debris is placed, right? Not placed, but the way the debris fell, I should say. It looks like whatever was here seemed to have impossibly came from within and then just completely jettisoned everything out and took as much with it as possible. So that's what it appears like. Damn, there's... I'm trying to look to see if there's any clues I'm not seeing anything. Well, we have that creature. We have the arm. We're, we're going to take those with us. And we're, uh, it's better than nothing. 
maybe this might give the kid a clue as to who the hell is doing this. But we are also going back to Vermeer and ask them after that calamity that happened if they in any other reports anywhere else in this world. If not, maybe whatever that thing went after went with it. So I think of. Uh, he talks in Mirthal. Uh, why don't we just go to the uh, the Laurel um, uh, the other place that Grimnir said. You mean the garden? Uh, the thing is that they were sort of with one of the places they came from. Am I correct, Shaper? Correct. They didn't know where the calamity came from. They had isolated it to three off-the-coast islands. But with your help, they were able to pinpoint it to potentially two. Either the Lyceum or where you are right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think so we, we know that the place it came from is here. He so there's some probably not a point in going there I mean, at the moment. Yep, I uh, got one more key, I got one more mountain. So, I'll use this key, take the vat of Rimnir, and then I'll mount it to the Crimson. And then from there, mount it, you'll have to take a vat to the Stick to rest for a bit. Okay. And I'll take our Lomium key. Uh, focus on Rimnir's throne room. Easy enough. You see actually Hrimnir, through the image of the Lovium gate that gets established, or forms rather, you see Hrimnir and Amon are still in there. All three journey. All three journey through, and you appear before Hrimnir and Amon. Oh, that was quick. Here, I'll see. How, uh... (laughs) I was gonna say, how how tall is this room? <laughs> this room's tall enough for e- easy enough. The wild ones, they they suffer. I can't say suffer. They share the same thing when they enter their wild state. So, when it comes to growing into size and and such, so you're easily you're fine. You you have enough headroom to even jump. So, Val Val looks over and it's like, oh okay. He goes like this. His head looks over. Oh, make sure he's tall enough. Alright, and, yeah, and he goes back to his normal form. Okay, you revert so back to your normal down. form. You size <laughs> down, 15 you go back feet to, your... to 11. Yeah, so you go back to your 11 foot feet. Uh, 11 foot, wow. Your 11 feet size, as opposed to your 15. And Hrimnir and Amon look at you, almost expectingly, like, waiting for some sort of answer as to whether what you're doing, was it successful, or it, are you going to the other island now? Well... Even if anywhere a calamity happens, and there was a crater there with a lower hole in to be, this night something blew up from within it and went out. And we definitely found signs of our, our friend there. And we, I'll show him the creature, I'll show him the arm of the Imperium, 
he would definitely there, he definitely fought at some point, but there's no sign of him. And when everyone was there, I'll show you the green screen again. I'm making up the up now, home in the room, and probably this creature in one light. Eamon, mind taking a look at that arm? I've never seen that thing before, though. And he points to the, the creature that you, you pulled out, the chitinous creature. Yeah, they're like, a humanoid ring from a memo. Well, they're hideous. Yeah, uh, some of them are very friendly, though. Well, I'll take your word for it. Haven't been no interest. I have enough things dealing in the place that I call home to be journeying to places beyond. But, uh, I Eamon, know, but I need more information to find my friend. After that calamity happened, did anything else happen? Anywhere else in the world? As far as I know, no. That that registered. We felt it here. And given the fact that the island's not too far off the coast, it explains why we felt it. Yeah, well, it had flown in from inside out. Eamon, anything on the arm? One second. Patience is a virtue last I checked. Ooh, Natty 20. Come here, come here. And he, he motions for all of you to get closer. There's some strange writing on the arm, this strange cannon on, on the wrist. And I can't make it out. Can any of you read it? Looking closely at it, it's very, very fine. Uh, give me a perception roll. If anyone wants to look, perception roll with advantage. Nine. Yeah. Perception. That is going to be a 21. Okay. Uh, 19. Okay. So, oddly enough, uh, Mirthal and, and uh, Valak are the ones to easily read it. It says Sparkcaster Industries. Very faintly on the like on the bottom uh -huh. of the cylindrical out of whatever this thing was. Um, you only make it sight of it, Astraos, afterward, after they point out to where it is. Sparkcaster Industries. Are they known anywhere? Uh, no, nothing I know of. Uh, I might want to ask uh, Ankar. He's a bit more worldly. Hmm. Alright. Um, well, thank you. That's a step in the right direction. And there was nothing else that you found in that area. Nothing we have to worry about. Right now, it's just an open crater down there. It's not much living. Okay. We'll send uh, a scouting party there just to see what they can yeah. get out of it. I recommend, it. if you can, that you seal up that hole if that's possible. Huh. Okay. We'll take your, your advice into consideration. Oh. Thank you, Mirthal. Astraos, as always. Um, Nick, when you can, I recommend you see your lady. Yeah, she she has some news for you, by the way. And they both smile at each other and then back at you. And Valak, should you ever wish to continue your training to hone in on the beast within, don't be afraid to ask. You're always welcome, dear. Oh, yes, thank you. Val gonna need to do that probably pretty soon, but ah, 
Because Valak worried that when going insane, pretty strong if it gets out of hand. So we would we wouldn't want that. I heard stories of something happening in Kingsport, an atrocious <laughs> event. While he's oh. talking, I'm gonna go to. Uh, yeah, that wasn't King. me. That was like a different Valak. You know, what deception roll. <laughs> I'm gonna head to my uh, my wife. Uh, ten. Uh, ten. Okay. Um, would you, would you say straight up? So? <laughs> no, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> okay. You easily enough. You you dodge out of the way. Are you being subtle about this or just going? Okay. You guys notice that he's going. Um. Amon and. Uh, Hrimnir both look at you as Astreo slips out and heads towards whatever direction. And they're like, yeah. Yeah. See me sooner than later. Wouldn't want, uh, <laughs> you to fall ill to whatever happened in Kingsport. And Eamon's like, yeah. Wouldn't want you doing the same thing. And they both wink at you. And it's an obvious wink from Mirthal and both you. Yeah. They're uh, like, yeah. we know, but we're not saying it. <laughs> With that being... No one gets married, you know what I'm saying? He starts laughing. They both look at you, deadpan. No, no response. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, Astraeus, you sneak out. You head back to your manor, and you enter your home. Easily enough. You notice, though, as upon entering, there are... You notice it because you know your grounds well enough that there are guards here. Probably possibly some of the best guards that even Hrimnir would have around him. Like, spread throughout the area. So it would seem that Hrimnir, in your absence, Hello. has provided uh, some sort of protection okay? from your, for your paramour. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had to go, uh... She looks at you. We're checking something out. Hey, I gotta uh, help I, I Miracle didn't know you were, you were back. We had a bunch Everything of clues, okay? and we had to come through here. I figured I, they told me to uh, stop by. You gotta tell me something. Uh, I don't really know how to say this and she stands up and she walks over to you uh, takes your hand I just look at her takes your hand and presses it like, on her basically her abdomen is this what I think it means oh I'm to be a father what do you think it means I just hug her she so smiles tight. At you. It's a bit of a reluctant smile. I grab her and I hug like her. Knowing her, and she's hoping <laughs> oh, that you have a positive reaction to it. <laughs> Give me... So... Yeah, so she would play along with it, irregardless. So you don't have to do an athletics roll. So... Yeah, she goes along with it, and she's she's incredibly exuberant about your reaction. She was nervous at first; you can clearly tell. Wow! But that that um, any sort of nervousness went away. Uh, um, 
Oh man, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm floored right now. Holy shit. Wow. <sighs> I'm so happy. Please don't 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 be nervous or anything. Don't think I I I'm so happy for this moment. Oh my god, I love you so much. And I hug her and I hug her again. <laughs> How far? And she sh she reciprocates the embrace. <sighs> Judging based on her appearance and your expertise My in medicine, God. you clearly tell it's very early on. Like we're talking like probably. How first are you month. feeling? Are you okay? <clears throat> So far, so oh, good. Uh, okay, here, hold on. Give me one Lane second. has been giving me that, herbs to the, calm any sort of yeah, upset we'll something that may happen. So far, so good. Pack. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Since I have the the travel alchemy kit, I don't have to like brandish it out or anything like <laughs> that. I can just make the potions. I'll make a couple potions that help with you know sickness here and there, nauseousness mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Stuff that I know. Okay. Easy enough. With your knowledge and understanding exactly the ingredients that are required and having those ingredients on hand, whether they be provided to you by, uh, well, from your paramour or from just in your own personal possession, you're able to brew yeah. these basically anti-nausea medicines you, that will have no effect on if you ever feel the baby sick growing inside or her negative. I have to keep going with them to this mission. I have to help Marathol. That's oh, better than chewing on that. And she looks at you. Please be safe. And I understand what you're doing is important. I also understand what you're doing. Well I will always be around she kind of like rubs her abdomen all of us but I do want you around I give her one hug I give her a kiss I shall be on my way and she embraces you and as you leave you depart and you notice the guards the, as the door opens the guards stand at attention even though they saw you go in, right? The reaction is they treat you as a stranger until you step out. And as soon as they see that it's okay. you and you close the door behind you, or the doors rather, then they go back to their normal sentinel type of position. And then you depart. While this is happening, Mirthal Valak, what are you guys doing? Basically, uh, shooting the shit with Encar. I'm sorry, with uh, Fremnir and Amon. Oh, son of a. You see, Eamon and Hrimnir look at you two. Uh, care to have some of our personal ale? It's quite good, I assure you. I would love to, but I need to keep my wish about me. If it's anything that I know what you normally drink, only about it, I can do it. 
It's a bit of a diluted version of, well, you know, the good stuff. And he winks at you, Nirithal. Ah, okay. You, you got the good stuff? Uh, we have the good stuff. And we also, and this is now Hermione talking, we also have uh, the good stuff light for those who aren't wild ones or stoneborn. Uh, Seeing as how you're a strapping guy. You seem like you can handle the good stuff. Oh, Val can handle any type of drink. Let Val have a drink, you know, for good for good luck. <laughs> I like the sound of that. <laughs> Birds of a feather and all. Man, we're lucky you guys stumbled upon here. All those, oh, well, practically almost a year now since since yeah. you guys first arrived. Ooh, been a long time. It has been. Uh, yeah. And Valk not even from here. That's crazy, too. None of you seem to be. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I'll be right back. Uh, Eamon, good stuff. Is that a serious question? I figured I'd ask. And so, you see, he heads to the back of his throne, right, in the chieftain hall. And he, you hear what sounds like a bang, boom, 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 a clank. A, like some sort of clank and, and then you hear like the pouring into these tankers essentially for each of you grabs them uh, well rather it's for Eamon Krimnir and not you Mirthal um, but Valak and so he closes it up hands it to you Valak hands it to Eamon bottoms up for hopefully what is a successful discovery for wherever that calamity is going to take you. I hope so. Yes. And drinks. And you all drink. Um, Except for Mirathal, right? Just making sure? Yeah. Yeah. He okay. Invoice uh, give me a constitution saving throw, Valak. Constitution saving throw is my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> It's the one time he rolls a natural one. No, no. <laughs> no don't say that. <laughs> Big one. All right, let's go. Make constitution. Oh, yeah. thank. Twelve. Uh, Twelve total. Yes. Okay. I had a plus nine. You so wow with three <laughs> so you down this thank god it wasn't a one you down this and instantly you are in an in, 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 in talk about tongue twister in in inebriated state there we go i can talk now um so everything's kind of like swerving you feel great phallic you feel like you can whoa. take on the world you're like whoa this is the good stuff you know you you guys see that they look at you, uh, and then look at each other. Yeah, nodding. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm like chill now. I'm like I could do anything now. You, you know, feel like it's a one v one Calgary right now. I'm about you to want another? Me. You see, Hermione asks. Yo, she, yo, she. This this gives me some crazy, yeah. Cause whoever. Whoever took my man Aster away is going to get an ass whooping. 
you see Eamon and, and Hrimnir look at Mirthal, and you can read from the, like, is it okay if we give him one? Kill <laughs> me. Mm, I'll even not. All right. You see Hrimnir goes back, takes her tankard from you, fills it up, hands it back to you. Go ahead. He takes another one. Constitution saving throw with a disadvantage. Oh, Damn, Mike. <laughs> you got a 12. Can you really blame me? You got a 12. <laughs> uh, okay, that's not so bad. 9, 16. Okay. 16. You down this one? You're getting a little bit more inebriated. You feel fantastic. Yo. But your speech is starting to slur anytime you say something. Uh, you guys ever like, uh, like, you know, um, like, uh, Feel like you uh um you've been on like a sea of um what do you call it clouds. I and this is enough ballot. And this is what you guys hear. <laughs> you guys have you guys have been out I see clouds. <laughs> <laughs> now, you had enough, my friend. Where the hell is this? You see, like, Hirmnir and Amon are laughing as Astraeus walks in, right? He's like, you you want more, Valak? No. Yo, you got it. No. You got it. Mirthal, Mirthal, not Mirthal, Astraeus, you instantly recognize this. Valak is, like, completely, like, in the bag. No. No more. I'm so fucked up. You taking advantage of me. Oh, come on. It's just, oh, come on, man. Well, uh, you, hear him, you, hear, you hear him try to mother words? Uh, I ain't no bitch, though. In <laughs> and, and, drunk speech? In <laughs> drunk speech, because I ain't no bitch. Yeah, I know. Come on. Come on. We got to get you to go, because uh, they'll make you get another one. Nope. No. We have to go. <laughs> He's like, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Take, 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 take a keg, uh, a growler for the road. And you see they, you know, Rimnir goes out back, <laughs> takes it out. I like you, Valak. <laughs> yeah. And he, he, he puts it in your bag, a, a basically a growler of the good stuff. And then he hands it to uh, a bit of, to Mirthal and both to Astraeus of that root that you guys chewed on. You know what to do in case... You know, when he wakes up in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? What do you mean? Uh, uh, well, wake up. We going to, we going to. We're going um, back into shit right now. We, we going to the, uh, to that island, right? I, I don't you. understand what Valid. you're saying, Valak. You're speaking Come here, gibberish. <laughs> Come here, Ashram. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with you and me when you live once. I got one shot at it. Come here. Come here. So, so you guys are all clustered together and you go back to the blue mask? Yeah. You head back to the blue mask, um, starting alphabetically, Astraeus, uh, or rather, gentlemen, what is it that you'd like to do? We'll uh, do that. Angkor and ask him about that company. Oh, okay. Uh, Mirthal, uh, not Mirthal, Astraeus, are you joining him? Uh, yes. And what about you, Valak? <laughs> he says, "Yeah, let's go." Um, and um, yeah, fine. Uh, yes, yeah, sir. Yep. 
<laughs> so you go, you, you look for Ankar. Easy enough, you find him. And Iona is actually still with him. And they both look at you. <clears throat> you find them atop of the deck, and they're kind of actually enjoying the, the scenic view that you can see atop the deck of the Blue Mask. And it looks <laughs> over past the Storm Peaks and Gadwain's Keep. And over the left is another, the, another site. Um, is there anything I can do for you, gentlemen? Yeah, Asher has been taken. And... Uh, taken by whom? Yeah, we gotta, um, like, like, uh, find him, you know, say, um... Shh! What? see, there's a part where Ankar and Iona are like, they look at each other. You guys went to Great Oak Hollow, didn't you? Yeah, we did, as well. I can tell by the smell. It's a unique scent. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to figure out in this night, so it never know the creatures were there in the North Hole. Any... Stuff on there, and here's an Imperial Arm, and I'll say the name of the company because Ernie forgot to run it out. So, upon mentioning the reference of possibly some sort of other creatures... What were the... I'll look at the arm one moment, but any creatures in particular? Yeah, I'll pull out the corpse of the, uh, the creature and then the night of Christmas. Ah, so first things first, before I get to the arm, that is Iniud. Uh It's spelled I-O-O-D. They, mm -hmm. are, they hate Nectodians, Uh particularly if they were to get their hands on Asta. They would want to kill him, if anything. And he hey, says... Hey, there's a... Uh, uh, who, 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 who killed Asta? And his mood changed. No one, no one killed Asta, as far as I know. Relax, big guy. Relax. Mm. Uh, we're talking, we're talking hypothetically, if anyone is what that thing is. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. That's all. Hypothetically, uh... Uh, uh, foot in, uh, ass. Yeah. Make and sure he just stands there. <laughs> He's just... You stand there, you're like, like swaying back and forth. Yeah. But let me take a look at that arm. Yep. And he scans it, he looks at it. There's a point where he takes out actually what looks like bifocals, but there's something a little different about them. And he puts them on, and he looks... Ah, Spotcaster Industries... That's a company located in the realm of Rand. They specialize in Inium production, if I recall properly. Mm. As well as uh, <coughs> something else that's escaping me, though. But I, I definitely know that it's Inium manufacturing. Uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of what Inium is. Well, you met the um, Knights, right? I have met the Knights, yes. The their gear is made of Inium. It's highly resistant to the Abevalovian break, as they call it. The well, what you breakers do. I see. So that's why he has such a hard time. P potentially, I, I wouldn't know. Wait, but you say you these know guys killed him? Malik. He's not saying that, Malik. Uh, I can't nominate Monster or Malik and command him to go to sleep. <laughs> read the effects of that spell like does he have to make a save yeah he has to make wisdom saving throw wisdom saving throw with disadvantage because you are drunk 
So. <laughs> Malik? Yeah. A wisdom saving throw. With disadvantage, by the uh, way. Okay. So first roll was a 13. And next roll ooh, was a 16. So lowers 13. Plus 3, 16. What's your save? 18. Okay. So Valak. I say Valak, take nut. And Valak, your eyelids get too heavy and you actually fall asleep. I'll let you determine whether you want to fall asleep standing or just like like huddle down, but that's your choice, Valak. <laughs> oh, he just falls right, right in his back. <laughs> There's this resounding thud as like a sack of bricks just boom falls down. It actually jostles the ship just, just like ever slightly, right? And then there's just this large sound of Valak sleeping. Uh, it's up to you. Valak, are you still snoring like loud like you did before? Yeah. And then, okay, then, so... he, and then you hear him. He's dreaming. He's dreaming and his legs are moving. Uh. <laughs> and you hear him say, uh, fuck you, Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear him say, give me back my soup. <laughs> okay. So as, as Valak falls asleep, <laughs> um, you now have a destination, and he tells you <clears throat> it's a uh, it's a company that resides within Rand. They make Ineum, which you are familiar with because, well, rather you met the knights. Their gear is basically made of it, and it resists whatever it is that breakers do to everything else. I see. Is there uh, any reason why that company would have interest in Astra, per chance? Inside Not that I... Not that I can recall, as far as I remember. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, Bryn. Bryn Spockaster, the founder. He fought. He was a gadgeteer that played both sides during the Unity Wars. Ultimately, he chose our side, hence it made him immune, or rather, less judged when it came to any sort of war crimes and trials of such. So, but yes, uh, Spotcaster Industries, as far as I know, though, Bryn, I think, recently, along with his wife, passed away. Oh, they're not doing too well. They left the, uh, basically, the controller of their estate and ownership of the company to an Ephraim man. And what is he known to be like? I don't know. It's been fairly recently. It's yet to see exactly where he's going to guide the company. But if he's being trusted by the Spotcasters, hopefully he's a worthy successor. Do you think the Knights would know anything about this? Oh, absolutely. The, the Knights are well-versed in everything that goes on within Rand. They're, they've done a great job of keeping out, well, no offense, the forces of a Bevelo. 
I think we should go uh, ask Talk them some questions. Sounds like it. Well, me and that name put in the in my mind. I don't be a team there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so you open the key to the key? Well, the, first, the, uh... before I knew that, I need to spell again. Nikaji turns on it. Malik, awaken. You and wake up, Valak. Very immediately. It's up to you. Do you want to wake up, Valak, or are you like really deep in that sleep? Uh, he wakes up and he says, "Where's my soup?" I swear <laughs> to God, <laughs> I was I had you had a weird dream, like it was crazy, like me and Calgary. Yeah, right now, uh, now hold on, smell on him, so he can completely free now. Like okay. We were at a restaurant, me and Calgram, and he took my soup that I ordered. <laughs> That's crazy. It is. Come on, Valak. We have a new destination. Hey, why why you do that to Valak, though? Because we couldn't even understand you, my friend. And you can understand him slightly better, but not much better. It's only been yeah. like a few minutes since like like the conversation occurred. Mm-hmm. So he's still mm-hmm. drunk. You need that, that. You probably need more sleep, but we don't have the time. <laughs> yeah, we gotta go. All right, where, where are we going? To Ran to find information about the people who made. The, oh, uh, Ran! Isn't that where like the big armor dudes are from? Yeah, we're actually going right to them, and they might have information. Oh, okay, cool. Are uh, you right. good, though? How many you got left? I only gave you back when you had one key left. Yeah, I got my one left key, and I said I'm going to have a rest after that. Okay. I mean, you technically knew a bound. I have no trust in Mountain right now. I'm, I'm just going to I just say that, you know, I'm not the one who bound us different locations. Yes. But I'm also not flat on my ass. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> the, the, the nice location they ran. Yep, you you bound within their keep. As you do so, a series of basically, I can't say alarms go off, but definitely these spotlights just just go on you three, and then this Kiasi wearing Inium armor. <laughs> Appear like steps out forward. Looks at you, uh, Mirthal. Looks at you, Valak. Looks at you, Astraos. But then looks at Mirthal and Valak. You seem familiar. State your business. We need to see the leader. We need information. A friend of ours has been taken. We know who we are. And he says, Why is that damn? What is that damn noise? There is no noise. It's just a bright light. Oh, that was an alarm going off. Might want to ch- might want to check your friend. He's hearing things. He's Audible wrong. hallucinations are often a sign of some sort of malady in the psychosis. He, he's definitely drunk. Yeah. So you ever had this crazy drink, though? <laughs> That's what he says to the guy. Looks at you? No. And looks back at Mirthal. Wow. Osric. Osric's yeah. currently out. In his stead, I'm here. What is that you need? We need information. Our friend Asher was Satan. Okay. How can we help? In what way can we help? 
Well, it appears that he was attacked by a whole bunch of Empyreans and possibly other races, and it had Empyrean arms. And I'll pull out the arm of the uh, of the Empyrean. And I forgot the word already. What's the name of their arm? The the company that's on the arm is Sparkcaster. Sparkcaster. Maintenance, so we need information. Where they would be elite with somebody, would they work with Babylonian creatures? Why? We're currently occupied with something going on. Unfortunately, due to everything that Angkar has requested from us, we're kind of spread thin while also trying to protect this realm from being invaded by the forces of a Bevelo. However, I do know someone who can help you in your investigation. Uh, Sparkcaster Industries, correct? Is that what you're saying that's on the arm? Yes. yes. Okay. You're going to find a gentleman. His name is Leo Ashton. He works out of a bar called The Last Gulp. Not too far from here. Probably, we'll say, a good 20 to 30 minute walk. You can't miss it. It's a hole in the wall. It's a dive. It stands out because everything else in this place wants to stand out. And by it not wanting to stand out, it actually stands out. Kind of funny if you think about it. I can have my first drink in Rand. Let's go. Uh, about that. You mind if we rest here for an hour? Uh, yeah, one second. Are you look? One second. I can barely understand what your friend's saying. You see, he taps onto a console on his uh, wrist. You hear the beeping, the resounding beeping sound as he's pressing down various different buttons, and then you see a dart shoot up from his wrist and strike Valak in the neck. Oh, can I? And then it can fall, I get a roll? If, <laughs> It falls off. It falls off. Right, Valak. You are no longer inebriated. Whatever this dart did, it basically cured you of your toxicity. Oh, shit. Hey, hey, what did you... He hey, what the hell neck. did you just do? Like, that was oh, wait a second. I feel better now. What did you do with Valak, though? I basically... What I did was I shot you with a dart that released uh, various different nanites that purged your system of uh, whatever alcohol that was in your body, and when you decide to go to the bathroom, you'll pee them all out. Wait, wait, wait. So you're saying <clears throat> like, like, what the hell, like little, like, like robots or something? Whatever it's called? Yes. Yes, they're currently probably in your bladder. You drink a little bit more water or beer or whatever it is, if you decide to get inebriated again, you'll piss them out. Why don't you warn somebody when you shoot something next time? I don't have time to. And he looks at you. Okay. Especially if it's for your betterment. No, don't worry. It won't hurt you. Hmm. You know, I will be back here. That was pretty interesting. Thank you very much. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, I don't think I've gotten any of your names. Uh, and who oh, are you? I'm Miracle. The case Osric. I'm Estreos. Estreos, and you? Oh, yes. S Supreme Master Breaker Valak. So Valak, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> wow. And what's your name? What a dick. He says under his breath. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say, Valak? <laughs> he says under his breath. What a dick. 
Shoot me. He starts, he starts walking away. Shoot me the dark last time. <laughs> oh, fuck me, man. That shit's fucking funny. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, so, f- fuck. Uh, <laughs> Thurston, yeah, so Thurston, so Thurston, Aether Run. Nice to meet you. Thurston spelled T-H-U-R-S-T-O-N. Aether Run spelled like Aether, like Aetherian, but Aether Run. So. Okay. Run. Bam, 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 bam. Oh, sorry. <sighs> <laughs> Done, Malik. <laughs> uh, well, I go to that bar. Go get a drink then. To see where the hell it is so we can go find Aster quick. Remember, we can't waste any more time. Because he might be hurt remember, dead already. Remember, Leo Ashton. That's the man you're looking for. He runs the place. If anyone knows anything about anything in this city that we don't, he does. Yep. You. Got it. Leo. And we follow his directions no more. After he provides directions for you, you find... You find the bar easy enough. The last gulp. It's a little hole in the wall. It has a little sign that says the last gulp, and it's literally like a, a f- basically like a, a pint of ale being drunken by these neon lips, and <coughs> the, it disappears as it reaches the lips, and then refills as it goes out and oh, repeats yeah. that motion. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> um. Well, we can walk in. What do we see? So you gentlemen walk in. The bar is being tended to by what looks like a human. And he is basically just sitting at, standing at the bar. But around you are just scant individuals. We'll say roughly about four people. And one of them is a human. The other is a what looks like a Kiasi. The other looks like some sort of lion-like-esque race of some kind. And then the last individual is a Demikir. I want to, like, scope the place out. I want to see if, like, any eyes are looking at me. Every it's... single eye is actually on you, except for the bartender. Mm. Nah. Actually, not just you, but all of you. Like, all three of you. As soon as you enter into the last gulp, all of them just dart at you. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about that. <clears throat> I want all of to the bartender. Yeah. Right, I follow and you, Valak? Uh, Valak used again and stared at. It's fine. Let's go, let's go back to the bartender. Okay. Tending to the bar is a human standing roughly about probably five foot eight, six feet at roughly anywhere from five foot eight to like five foot ten. And he is polishing a glass, but he's also wearing what looks like a plain white shirt, like dress shirt, and black slacks, and he's whole like armed with some sort of firearm you could tell because he's wearing like a shoulder holster if that makes sense with what looks like possibly two to three magazines on the other side okay hello sir Um. good evening what can i get y'all uh can i get uh your finest uh recommendation 
we don't really do finest here. We do whatever you're looking for, and if it's pretty much like the rest of the patrons here, it's whatever's going to drown out whatever sorrows they're dealing with. Uh, Valak, throw down 100 gold. Uh, we looking for uh, information. Catch my drift. Is that so? You're looking for information. All right, well, he takes the Gilda. Here's a secret I'll let you in on. Come here. Yeah. You lean in? Yeah. All right, that's what you do. Make sure that next time you ask for information, you don't put the money down first and you get the information or at least some of it. Because now I'm not inclined to tell you anything. And he scoops the 100 guild away from you and steps back. Neil Francis. Looks at you, smirks. I am Leo. Not going to help you. I need some information. Pray tell, who is it that's besmirching my name, my good name, as it were. I'll keep that under wraps and that you have the right price. Well, it seems like the information I'll have is too rich for your blood then, if that's the case. <laughs> I see. We'll see. Uh, Friday morning from the night, so that's upon you. The night, you say? Yeah. <clears throat> Who's this night that sent you my way? Yeah, I'll say the name. He takes out the 100 Gilda that Valak had dropped, props it back to the bar, slides it back to Valak. It's on the house. How can I help you, gentlemen? All right. So, we're looking for our friend. Astro, you were kind of taking my omission with Babylonian creatures and these Empyrean that came from a Bellcrat or. Blah, blah, blah. Insert name here. Or brain not working too well right now. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, <clears throat> company, and I'm wondering if you heard any rumors or anything about maybe them working together with somebody. Or they might be operating hella, because I need to find my friend immediately. Well, Sparkcaster Industries is a company. Uh, do you have the item in particular? I be able to Yeah, I pull it out. Rested on the bar counter. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, well, I can tell. Well, that arm is Empyrean, so Empyrean, so that's nothing special. Uh, <clears throat> however, that cannon on the wrist—that's some heavy-duty stuff. That's some gadgeteer level thing. So whoever you're dealing with was, or whoever was dealt with or dealing with, was a professional. That's expensive. I can tell you right now. Uh, something like that, roughly, probably will cost you anywhere from fifteen hundred to two thousand gilda. And that's the base model. This thing seems to be a little bit, a little bit beyond that. Uh, can't tell. It's Sparkcaster. I can't see anyone from Sparkcaster Industries taking interest in. Who's this Aster guy, by the way? It's a friend of ours. A friend of ours. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else I can go on that you're willing to share? I mean, I'm surprised you made me have a. Do you know anything about Memnoel? Uh, can't say I have. Uh, let's just put it in this way. He's a son of a ruined power. No idea what that means. Okay. Uh, you know what an asset creation is? He shakes his head. Okay. Picture something 
that uh, embody a whole element and make it whole and create things from it, right? Okay. That's what FM creation is. All right. Yeah, a Babylonian version of that is a ruinous power. Okay. Yeah. So essentially, right. he's just like, uh, yeah. It never done, essentially. Okay, so you're saying someone, probably the owner of this arm, in some way was affiliated with stealing or kidnapping a demigod. Yeah, and they seem to be wearing the white and molten is trying to cloak to him to see if maybe that rings a bell. Can't say I've heard anyone wearing that type of stuff. Um, if you don't mind, <clears throat> I do have a few people that could possibly take a look at that arm and trace down who the original owner was if they're still alive deceased or whatever give me you know take a few hours if you have some time to kill uh sparkcaster industries however are the number one manufacturers of inium as well as etheric distribution throughout rand uh the headquarters are probably about an hour away from here if you decide to walk if you decide to take some sort of transportation uh probably less depending on traffic yeah, how far coming you think no Ash need me? If they have anything to do with what's going on? Not at all. Not whatsoever. Yeah, so I'm not going to waste my time heading down there. Not well, then yet. if you want to wait, if you want to wait a couple hours here, I'll try to pry an identity from this arm. Yes, please. Please. Alright, drinks around the house for you gentlemen. What can I get you? Uh... I'm going to say an ale, please. Make that two. Sure. Two? And what about you, big fellow? A big ale. And he winks at you? Coming right up. It provides you and provides Mirthal and Astraeus uh, with standard pints. However, you, Valak, he gets you what looks like this comically large glass stein rests it in front of you. It looks like probably close to like three to four liters of ale. The same stuff that they're drinking. And he pushes it over with both hands. Have a good time, buddy. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. Now I like this place. So it's gonna take a <laughs> So it's gonna take about two hours for him to discern what's going on. In the meantime, what is it that you gentlemen would like to do? Uh in that time I'm trying to Malik was able to communicate with the Kenny Crimson just by thinking about it, right? Uh, yes. yes. <clears throat> I'm going to try to communicate with him. Probably not go well, but I'll try it. So you're going to focus on the King and Crimson, right? Yeah. All right. So what location pertaining to him are you focusing on? Probably his court at first. Wisdom saving throw. Okay. Ooh. And it's going to be a 26. Still sitting upon his throne. The King in Crimson resides. What is it that you would like to communicate with him? Uh, what we found out so far. Interesting. Please, hurry. I'm I wish to just the sooner Aster is back here, the better. 
Can you reach Maybe. with your ma now? Unfortunately, I can't. I'm limited by what I can do. Our communication is very taxing on your mind. Hence the reason why I'm able to communicate with you. I can't breach the other realms unless, of course, you say my name. Would you like me to? Always. Remember Marshall, I say out now. The lights within the bar dim. You see the four patrons that are in the bar, they look up. And then they flicker and they come back. Nothing. No, what the hell was that? I tried you guys got a power one. outage? Uh, <laughs> anything in my mind or anything at all? Your connection was severed as soon as you said the name. Well, it's in the nine realms. Hoping you find some. Why? One thing that's really been bugging me. Why all of a sudden? What was he doing that he couldn't see everything? Uh, what was he doing? Yeah, remember he, he was said, mourning his wife. He has him yet in the throne. But how would they know he wouldn't be there at that time? Because it's probably the anniversary of her death. He said this time of year he wouldn't contact them. Remember, no everything that normally happened that's been going on. He probably thought maybe his father was having a moment for once. Hmm. Convenient, I think. What were you saying about it? I'm sorry. No, I was saying that. Remember, he said there might have been like somebody betrayed her in the in the courtroom, so I mean, to be fair, Ashton did take out people. I don't... I don't know. Something seems weird. And I can't put my finger on it yet, but... Well, if I had it, yes. Money went in payment, and that's him and the king. But that... So, would that narrow it down a bit if we would assume go down that route? Not for me. He, the kid has his hand in a lot of things. Yeah, and, but there's only very few who would dare to do something as egregious as this, knowing what time it is. True. But then again, a few in the ruined their powers that were here. Or now gone. I don't know if they would be crazy enough to rise against a master after seeing that. You never know. That is true. But with one, or which ones? Just hey. seems real convenient. A monster who hates Aster. And a mech on looking like a fight happened. And then Aster's gone. Then they hear the calamity. It, it just seems. I don't know. It does. 
It was well time for sure. Yes, hey. I've been in the world for a while. Hey, uh, Mirthal. Yes. You, uh, I heard what you said. Did you, uh, yep, I did. Oh, shit. He's oh. out here in the world now. <laughs> he takes another drink. He takes a big gulp and he says, <laughs> Rest in peace, my brothers. <laughs> Why? I, what happened? What does that I, mean? I brought him over to our world. Why? Because if we can't find him, he can. Yeah, but. Just as Nate uh, come, Nate can't come forever. And word comes to words, I know how to get him back home. It's not easy, but I know a way. What happens if they wanted them, wanted you to bring him here? Yeah, I fell right into his hands. But at this point, is he gonna try to save him? But no. I will admit the same for you. I just hope he doesn't go crazy. Because <laughs> Lord knows what. Malik starts laughing. He's like, yeah, yo, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> another big I'm going to tell you one thing, Alfred. If something happens to this man, I guarantee you, he won't be the only one going crazy. If you people I care about, you wanted them. Okay. Is he supposed to show up or something? Or I mean, he's around in the rooms. He does what he wants. So I ain't saying nothing. And I'm gonna tell you right now, Sheriff, you better not say nothing to him. <laughs> So I will say this, Valak and Mirthal, you know, at this point, beckoning a a being such as him, right, or being from Avevolo, they may appear before you, or they may appear anywhere in the Nine Realms once beckoned from anyone. So. Yep. So he can be anywhere in the Nine Realms. I mean. Technically, technically, he already appeared at one of them, remember? Yeah, when he caught him. Yeah, so it's not like he couldn't get there. It's only somebody summons him. But it's only brief, it's only temporary. If that's even for one of his magnitude. Yeah, but... It's only been one that's been able to hurt that. If I, if I had to take a guess, he probably went to where the knights are. Or, uh, oh my god, my whole left leg! No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Avalg is like, it is what it is. So, what do we do now, fellas? Wait for more information. Try to think now I are. So, do you gentlemen wait the remainder of the time within the last gulp? Yep. 
We just yeah. we just shooting the shit and talking. Yeah, I have a drink. Okay. You guys enjoy your drink. Um, let me know if there's more than one drink consumed by you guys, but nah, not for okay. me anyway. What about you, Valak and Astraeus? No, I only want to have one. Nah. Okay. He then had you... his big gulp. He's good. <laughs> okay, he's had his big gulp, the last gulp, as it were. <laughs> um, within that, after about you know another hour goes by after you've conversed with one another about what just occurred and trans, well, rather what's just transpired. You see the human comes back, plops the arm before you. Also, what looks like like a huge, like about probably 20 to 30 pages of paper. All filled with like information, like scrawled text. All right. So you guys are going to be looking for a guy named Wadrick. The name is spelled uh, W-E-I-D-R-K. Wadrick. W-E-I-D-R-E-K. Sorry. Uh, name's Wadrick. He's a gadgeteer, but he's also uh, someone for hire, if that makes sense. I'm sorry, spell it one more time. W-E-I-D-R-E-K. Okay, thank you. Yeah, no surname. But he's uh, he's got quite a, uh, shall we say, memorable appearance, to say the least. How would he look? Uh, well, he's probably roughly about your height. And he points to you, Mirthal. Slender gentleman. Uh, probably is missing an arm right now. But wears a discernible brown duster with what looks like uh, grooves on each side. Probably missing the arm based off of what you've just presented to me. Also, he tends to wear what looks like some sort of white mask of some kind. Uh, has got long metal dread-like hair. And, uh, well, he's an Empyrean, to say the least. Also, um, the few that ever get up close to him notice that there's a slight red glow to his torso in some way. Uh, but usually those that get that close don't get to live too long. And those that do, well, anytime they see the color red, they, uh, they run the other way. Any idea of his last home and location? Unfortunately, no. No idea where he's last been, but I can provide you with that information right there. And he points to the stack of papers. Well, <sighs> and we, we kind of know the last place he's been. That fucking hole. Yeah, but he has to have a hole in the wall that he knows to heal up at, right? He, he is quite the resourceful individual. So, I mean... He doesn't seem too far from, you know, to stretch the imagination that he's willing to sacrifice an arm, especially if he can just replace it. You know, Rand is the place to do it. And oh, where, would, got the, quite where the, would the shop be where he can replace it? <sighs> Plethora of places if he doesn't just do it himself. Where's the closest one to here? Closest right now is called <laughs> Sparky. Bless you. <laughs> Bless you. Is the sparking Fletcher. You know, as in any motions pulling like an arrow on a bow. Right there, that's the nearest shop from here. Uh, if he's been there, he'll know for sure. This, this gentleman will stand out. Okay. I mean, you guys, that's a good place to start than any. Yep. Also, like I said, any taps onto the papers. Yeah, this provides you with 
his records, arrest warrants, as well as the bounty that's on his head, as well as where potentially residence. Okay. Perfect. All right. And does it say where his uh, outside? Sorry, does it say anywhere the rest of his name are? I want to buy three hundred yono in the table. <coughs> he pushes it, pushes it back to you. It's on the house. Are you sure? I'm sure. First one's for free. Thank you. The first residence is going to be at 308 Croston Street. Hold on one second. Mm-hmm. 308 Croston Street. C-R-O-S-T-O-N. Croston Street. 308 Croston. Spell it one more time. C-R-O-S- T-O-N, Croston Street. That's the first, the most recent address that's on the the thing as you read it, the dossier. 308 Croston Street, okay. Croston, Croston. All right, let's make our way there for a second. Not the repair shop. Your choice, that's right. We'll get better at this than I am. Hmm. How about this? You know what? I, hand me that. Hand me that three hundred gilda. Uh huh. No problem. Yeah, yeah, Which one are you gentlemen going towards? The repair shop or the address? I'll cover what you can't. Let's I'll go look. to his house. Yeah. We'll go to the restaurant and take the repair shops. All right. You see, he looks over at the other human. Jorge, get the bar. You see the human gets up, heads on over, and takes over. You see Leo puts on what looks like a fur-lined, uh, around-the-collar jacket, brown leather, long coat that kind of just goes down to just slightly below the uh, the calves. Not much, but just slightly below the calves. And it conceals his uh, shoulder holster, as well as the three magazines that he carries within it as well. All right. Uh, We'll meet back here in case anything. Deal? Deal. Deal. All right. Pleasure meeting you, gentlemen. And then he he pops his collar, and he steps out of the last gulp. So we start making our way towards the residence. As you guys step out... About midway through reaching the residence, which takes about probably a good 25 to 30 minutes, you hear the sound of thunder cracking in the background, and then the pitter-patter of raindrops hitting steel and concrete, and you arrive at 308 Croston. And with that, we will be concluding tonight's session. Okay. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Eternal Champions. I've been your shaper and host, Treasonous Truths. Joining me today, we had Astraeus, played by our very own Damien. Everybody, thank you for listening. You knights, you sexy bastards. Have a great night, everybody. Sir Mirthal, played by the one and only Ernie. Have a good night, everyone. Take care. And last but not least, Sir Valak, played by Daddy Sins. Have a good night. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It was a fun session. 
lots of uh, interesting things are happening, so stay tuned for more. And if you'd like to stay up to date with exactly what's going on, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Neonites, F- uh, at Neonites FM, also at Neonites Productions on Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Neonites Productions as well. With that being said, until next time, folks, keep those dice rolling. <laughs>